Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the Poetry Questions TPQ20, where we sit down with your favorite authors to talk about passions, process, pitfalls, and poetry. My name is Chris Margolin. Let's expand the conversation. So we'll start right off then. Uh, So we always like to start by asking the question, you know, we know who you are, but our audience might be new to you. If you were to kind of give the, uh, the bio that your publicist doesn't have, or that won't be on the back of your new book, Mm -hmm. uh, what do you think you would say? Who are you? Um, so my name is Fatima Esker. I'm a writer. I'm a poet and a filmmaker and a novelist and, um, a Scorpio and, um, you know, a, just a, just a very all around human, human. (laughs) That's, that's how I would say that is who I am. I love it. So you've had, obviously, uh, you now have your, your feet in many different, uh, genres. Um, how do you kind of, or do you, how do you kind of compartmentalize things these days? Do you have kind of a, a different writing process for maybe poetry than you do for, you know, film and TV than you do for novels? Um, Yeah, I think that they're all, every single project requires its own engagement. So it's a lot about learning the project. And it's also about you know, that kind of goes beyond just form. So it's not like screenwriting has a set way of doing it. It's just kind of being able to get ready and receive it the way that it needs to, you know? And so sometimes it requires an outline and sometimes it requires character building and stuff, stuff like that. And then sometimes it's just like, you're like, oh, I'm just writing. And here's the thing that's kind of revealing itself. So it's very, very different. Um, And it's, it's just, I think a lot of it is just being humble enough to actually listen to what is trying to be revealed to you versus imposing your uh, like opinion over something else. Hmm. Okay. I like that. So then you with, I guess then with, so let's take a show like Miss Marvel Mm -hmm. and then look back at uh, if they come for us. Mm -hmm. Who are you? I guess, who are you as a writer from where you started um, to, you know, where you are now, do you, do you feel that, you know, maybe branching out into other areas has, how has that helped develop your, you know, kind of your sense of, of how you write and your style? You know, I mean, when I wrote, if they come for us, I had already written, um, Brown Girl. So I'd already written a web series that was, um, I'd already delved into kind of screenwriting into a certain way. And so there's, you know, there is a way where, the the sensibilities of all of those crafts were up on each other then and then it's just about scale and about um uh scale and practice so yeah like I'm a different writer 
cause I'm a different person now, you know, and also like, I've, I just had a lot more practice and have had to deal with things in a, in a, in a scale that's quite different, um, than the, the scale that I was operating at, um, before. Who was the, like, who are the early like catalysts? I guess, well, I guess the question should be what came first for you? Was it the poetry that comes first or what type of writing did you start with and how old were you when you kind of realized this is something that you at least were having fun with? Um, I, poetry has always been kind of my home base and the thing that I started with. And so I started writing, like I, my first poem that I ever wrote was like, I don't know when I was in seventh or eighth grade to like a boy that I liked, like, you know what I mean? Like it was like a, like a very simple thing like that, where I was like, Ooh, I'm going to write this person a poem. Um, and you know, that's still like so much of my MO is like, I'm like, Ooh, I like you. I'm going to write you a poem, you know? Um, like that doesn't really go away ever. And I think that that's kind of a really beautiful thing to honor and, and to be like, as a poet to kind of follow that kind of poetic heartbeat in that way. Oh yeah. Do you still remember that poem? It was just like modeled after uh, Aaliyah's like four page letter. And it was like all about how I missed him and like all of this stuff. So yeah, that definitely (laughs) existed. (laughs) So when you were, when you were younger, do you feel like there was, or who was like the catalyst for like your, uh, I guess your pathway into poetry? Was there a a poet that you were read as a young child or stumbled upon? How, uh, who was kind of that first introduction? Um, I actually did not read that much poetry as a child. Like, you know, I think it just wasn't very interesting to me in school. Like it was like a lot of things that felt very, very far away and not like stuff that felt really relevant or like I could kind of sink into. And, but I remember some of the first things that I read that felt like they were, they spoke to me. And so like, you know, for example, I think songwriting, like I loved songs and I think like, you know, like how I said, like Aaliyah and like listening to Aaliyah. And then I was like, oh, I want to write this song, um, this poem to this boy. And, but then also like, I remember when I read like Harry Potter um, and just feeling very, very pulled by Harry Potter. And then I remember in high school, like I just really didn't have the conception that you could be a writer and be alive. Like I kind of always just felt like Hmm. all the writers were dead and that, um, you know, and I didn't know any living writers. It wasn't like a thing where I was like, oh, that person I know is a writer. It was like, that just wasn't a job in a way that I knew. And I kind of thought that people just like wrote. And then when they died, people found their work and then they published it. Like, I just didn't really have a conception. And, um, and I remember reading Jonathan Safran Foer's Everything's Illuminated in high school. And I was like, oh my God, like this book, like, I didn't know that you could write like this. Like, I didn't know that this could be a thing that the, you you could experience language like this and you could experience storytelling like this. And it made me um, really like see writing differently. And then I think, you know, there were definitely like books that I read, like Things Fall Apart and like um, Jazz by Toni Morrison and, um, you know, The Kite Runner books that I was like, very like, wow, like these books feel alive in a really different way than, um, than like, you know, some of the things that I've had to like learn or be taught in school. Right. Do you think um, that as we kind of head towards school there, do you think, you know, what is the, do you think that over time and as you kind of discovered, because I think it's a beautiful way to talk about how, 
you know, it, it's an oddly beautiful thing to talk about how, you know, you didn't know the, that po that writers could be alive and that their work was brought to you later. Um, one, it says interesting things about posthumous books that have come out since. Uh, uh, but also, I mean, as you started to discover, you know, living authors, and it's weird how we don't until we kind of move into a writing community, really understand that there is, you know, that people are just authors. Um, how do you feel? Uh, boy, I apologize. My, uh, That's my okay. <laughs> um, there we go. Uh, do you feel that your writing life, as you come from such a, you know, as you as you started, you know, in your first poems in seventh and eighth grade, do you feel that you ever? What was your dream at that point? Do you think you ever thought you would be? you know, not just put out a book, but do you think you would ever do something on a larger scale that would, that would truly I mean, be in everybody's home at night? Um, no, I did not. You know, I didn't, I did not know that that was like possible. And I think that for me, like I wanted, I remember like, I really wanted to be a fashion designer when I was a kid. Like it was like, I, I drew a lot of like, and it wasn't like, again, I didn't know that you could do that really right. either, but I just like spent a lot of time drawing um, like different fashion looks in my like notebooks and things like that and then I did theater and I remember like really loving theater but I also remember like never being cast in roles and in part like that was potentially you know because maybe I wasn't the the best actor then but also a lot of the times I felt like it had to do with racism and um you know implicit racism and things like feeling like um, there weren't really necessarily like roles that were, you know, a lot of the roles were like typically white and that the stories were typically white. And I remember that feeling of like, and even like, oh, so there's like one or two people of color that get cast in a lead thing. Like there, there's, a, it was like, it felt like there was like a different kind of competition for that role or those roles than, you know, I think the majority of people had. And and I think that there felt to me like there was, th that felt very apparent to me. And, um, and I think that, you know, there's kind of that thing, I think too, where it was like, I didn't know that there were, like, I, I wish that I had grown up reading more and being uh, experiencing more artists of color and or artists that had the um, similar backgrounds to me. And I don't think that that really happened. And so even the conception that I could write on something that, or I would, I could write on something that would be accessible into the homes of like, you know, the so many people right. felt like that wouldn't have happened because of so many reasons. Like one is like, right. like systemic barriers and things like that and in craft and ability. And then another was just, I just never felt like I saw stories that felt like they re represented or felt like my world. And so to be able to kind of create work that exists in that realm now is, is very, very um, beautiful and, and very um, humbling to be able to do that. Congratulations, by the way. It's amazing. It's Thank you. Such a such an incredible journey over the last, you know, short handful of years, really. Um, yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, so I've got to ask about the fashion design side of things. Yeah. Um, I talk to a lot of poets who have other, you know, other 
uh, other types of artistic, you know, uh, like a lot of a lot of photography and poetry go together. Um, where is the through line for you, or do you think between fashion design and poetry? Because they are, they seem to fit together very well. Is there is there something that you find kind of, or what do you find poetic about fashion? I think that in a lot of ways, it's it's like it's a way, you know, on a very baseline, it's like a way of expressing expressing yourself and a way of presenting yourself to the world in a way that I think is really beautiful. And I think that there's just so much about the body that is deeply poetic and things around the cut of an outfit or a, the way that something holds or frames you or the story that you're trying to tell with it, how an outfit can make you feel confident or or can kind of change up your entire like persona in a moment. And, um, you know, can even just like, you know, I think that in, in a lot of ways, I just feel like it's, it's very cinematic. Like fashion is just a very cinematic thing. And it's very true. Like as somebody who's a director, when you look at things like there is a poetic to the way that you're kind of envisioning the story being told, but there's a way that fashion really carries so much in um in cinema and i think that um it's such a it's such an important part of our world and one that i think a lot of people deem as kind of can deem as frivolous in a way that um is just so not true and so not like part of my experience of fashion and um yeah and so yeah it's it is interesting to think about some somebody asked me that recently about like what was the thing you wanted to be when you were a kid and i was like oh, i wanted to be a fashion designer and um, you know, and I also think that like, there's a, there's a lot of poets who are extremely stylish. Like there's oh, just yeah. a lot of poets who are out here just extremely stylish. And I think that we, you know, often don't, we're not known for that. And I think we're, we're starting to change that up a bit. It is pretty incredible. The, uh, yeah, the aesthetics of, of poetry and poets over the last like 10 years, even. Uh, has changed so much it's incredible to see to see where things are headed yeah um so as we kind of head toward you know we've got a few minutes left here with you um where where do you go from here what is kind of your is there do you have your sights set on something uh something bigger or i know i know you've got you've got something coming out uh i know you've got more more tv coming out soon um with uh with retrieval uh but what do you see yourself doing next i mean are you are you heading toward more directing more writing where is your journey taking you yeah i mean i think it's going towards all of it like i think that it continues to be a process of writing of directing of filmmaking of writing poetry of writing fiction and I think I'm just very compelled by the by many different genres of art and how they want to speak to me and what they kind of want me to do and just following that and so it feels to me like I'm really lucky that they you know to kind of feel like I get to or I want like I prioritize following things that are exciting to me and I think I just am really interested in just continuing to follow that, even if it's such a, a very uncharted career path and right. territory. Like, I think that a lot of people sometimes don't always know what to do with me because they're like, this is very not 
nor or regular. And I'm like, yeah, I think that that is very indicative of who I am as a human being. That's perfect. I mean, it is, it is, it is so much fun to be able to just do, I mean, to truly actually follow your passions from when you were a little kid to now and have that be kind of your, your career and like a job. Mm -hmm. uh, whoever thinks that writing and, and doing these things can actually, you know, you can actually have that as a career. It's, it's an mm -hmm. insane thought. Mm -hmm. um, who are the poets right now or writers right now, I should say, that are really inspiring you? Who are you reading these days? Um, I am reading currently a book of short stories called People Want to Live by Farah Ali, and it's very, very good. Um, I'm also just got Ethel Adnan's um, book, uh, Journey to Mount Tamalpais, and I'm excited to read that. And there's just, um, yeah, there's just a bunch of books that I've like gotten recently that I haven't read yet that I'm really, really excited by. But I think that my like lineage of people who inspire me is just so deeply vast, like, you know, I think a lot of my friends inspire me. And so I'm really, you know, I, you know, one of my friends who released a book recently this year, Safia Hello's book is so incredible. Franny Choi has a new book coming out that I've read. Um, that's really, really beautiful. Sam Sachs just had a novel that got bought that I read that Sam sent me. That is really, really incredible. Um, so there's just a lot of folks in both inside my immediate friendship and peer groups that I'm so lucky to consider friends. And then so many people outside of that, that I'm really excited. I saw that Thomas Cisneros just has a new book and I'm like so excited to read that book. Um, so there's just a lot, I think that there's a lot of really good literature and art making in the world right now. And I'm really, really excited to be able to like read it at this time. Awesome. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today on TPQ20. It's an absolute pleasure to talk with you. And uh, I look forward to sending more and more people your direction and seeing what comes next. Thank you so much. Thank you for talking to me. Absolutely. Have a great rest of the day. You too. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Poetry Questions TPQ20. Please like, rate, review, and subscribe. See you next week.